Welcome to the Wall Street Journal for Monday, December 4th, 2017 from Audible. Today, you'll hear these five stories. Donald Trump slams FBI after Flynn plea, removal of agent. How tax bill emerged from a late night of deal-making. The San Juan's final hours. The loss of an Argentine submarine. Higher Education Act proposal primes fight over future of colleges. And hipsters go glamping and RV makers soar. From the politics section of the Wall Street Journal. Donald Trump slams FBI after Flynn plea, removal of agent, by Paul Sony. President Donald Trump characterized the Federal Bureau of Investigation as tainted and biased in a series of tweets Sunday morning, two days after his former national security advisor pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI and struck a plea bargain with special counsel Robert Mueller that raised the legal stakes for the president's inner circle. Mr. Trump in particular hit out at former FBI Director James Comey, whom he fired in May. In testimony under oath to Congress after his firing, Mr. Comey alleged that the president asked him to let go former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn and raised the possibility that the president, by doing so, was seeking to obstruct justice in the bureau's probe. Mr. Trump denied he made the request in a tweet Sunday. I never asked Comey to stop investigating Flynn, Mr. Trump wrote. Just more fake news covering another Comey lie. The president's denial comes a day after he tweeted that he was forced to fire Mr. Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI about interactions with the Russian ambassador during the transition, but that those interactions were lawful. Former prosecutors warned the president's admission that he knew his national security advisor was in legal jeopardy for lying to the FBI before firing Mr. Comey could bolster an obstruction of justice case by the special counsel's office. Senator Dianne Feinstein of California, the ranking Democrat on the Senate Judiciary Committee, said in an interview Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press that the actions coming from the special counsel's office and response from the White House appeared to indicate that Mr. Mueller was beginning to put together an obstruction of justice case against the president. I think we see this in the four indictments, the indictments and pleas and some of the comments that are being made. I see it in the hyper-frenetic attitude of the White House, the comments every day, the continual tweets, Ms. Feinstein said. And I see it most importantly in what happened with the firing of Director Comey. And it is my belief that this is directly because he did not agree to lift the cloud of the Russia investigation. That's obstruction of justice. Shortly after Mr. Trump tweeted about the firing Saturday, John Dowd, who heads the president's personal legal team, defended the message, saying it wouldn't strengthen any obstruction case. Hours later, Mr. Dowd said he had written the tweet for Mr. Trump. A White House official said Mr. Dowd and the president had discussed the message Mr. Trump wanted to send about Mr. Flynn on Twitter and that Mr. Dowd then wordsmithed the tweet. Mr. Trump also sought to cast doubt on the FBI and his own Justice Department in a series of tweets on Saturday night and Sunday morning, chiefly by arguing that the nation's premier law enforcement bodies mishandled last year's investigation into former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. Mr. Trump wrote that the FBI's reputation was in tatters, after years of Mr. Comey's leadership, the president cited what he called the phony and dishonest investigation into Mrs. Clinton's private email server and highlighted news that a former top FBI agent who led the probe was removed from his post this summer after sending text messages critical of Mr. Trump. After years of Comey, with the phony and dishonest Clinton investigation and more running the FBI, its reputation is in tatters, worst in history, Mr. Trump wrote Sunday morning. But fear not, we will bring it back to greatness. 
The president also tweeted that an anti-Trump FBI agent led the probe into Mrs. Clinton's emails and added, now it all starts to make sense. Peter Stroke, considered one of the FBI's most experienced counterintelligence agents, led the Bureau's inquiry into Mrs. Clinton's use of a private email server and later was assigned to Mr. Mueller's investigation of Russian meddling in the 2016 election. But Mr. Mueller had him removed from the team last summer and reassigned to a supervisory job in the Bureau's Human Resources Division after learning about allegations that he had sent text messages critical of Mr. Trump. The Justice Department's Inspector General is now conducting an inquiry into the matter. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who has recused himself from the Russia probe, said Saturday that if the allegations about Mr. Stroke were proven true, they would raise serious questions of public trust. An attorney for Mr. Comey, Daniel Richmond, said the former director had no comment on the president's accusations. Mr. Comey didn't immediately respond to an email seeking comment. From the politics section of the Wall Street Journal, how tax bill emerged from a late night of dealmaking by Christina Peterson, Siobhan Hughes, Richard Rubin, and Peter Nicholas. While an angry cluster of Republicans huddled on the Senate floor Thursday evening, the fate of the tax bill teetering, Senator Ron Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, watched from a seat on the side. I was just kind of biding my time, he said Friday of the previous night's dust-up. Mr. Johnson, along with Senators Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, and Steve Daines, Republican from Montana, later slipped into the office of Senate Majority Whip John Cornyn of Texas. With other Republicans wavering, it was clear GOP leaders would need their votes. During a 20-minute meeting, as Mr. Cornyn ate pizza, the trio pitched their plan to give a bigger tax break to pass-through businesses, whose owners pay taxes at individual rates. About three hours later, Mr. Cornyn called Mr. Johnson to say they had a deal. The agreement with Mr. Daines and Johnson, who announced their support for...